And wow, that was hot. I'm sorry. I am sorry. That was a little too hot. And just like that, the clock ticks noon on a Friday. And my friends, it's time. Welcome to the Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM as we are live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we're brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by my buds, Bud Bud Light Make Ultra and Tri-County Water. Ah, that's good water. Well, we are expecting at any second now, Jordan Tingle, to uh, walk through the door here. Jordan Tingle, head coach of Western Basketball. Later on in the show, Coach Lupo joining us via our sports line, uh, head coach of Columbia Central Basketball. Columbia Basketball. Later in the show, Tom Knudsen joining us with the Knudsen's Outdoor Report. So we're, man, we're full today. We're, we are full today, Chuck full. And of course, you're always welcome to join us. Nine nine zero nine four two six nine nine zero nine four two six. What's on your mind today? What do you want to talk about? You can always chime in. It's it's high school basketball district time, and we're going to talk about that with our coaches here in uh, in just a little bit. Of course, boys basketball gets into their postseason starting Monday, and uh, we're going to be in the thick of it your favorite McKibben Media Group network of stations. So Monday, Captain the Professor going to be on the road, down 94 a little bit, as Dexter will be taking on Northwest from Ann Arbor Huron. And uh, Jackson will be facing Ann Arbor Skyline on Monday, 5.15, 7 o'clock respectively. And then Wednesday, you'll be able to catch on News Talk 970 AM, 101.5 FM, Napoleon versus Springport. And then either Michigan Center or East Jackson versus Lumen on Wednesday from East Jackson. And then a TBD is on the schedule for Friday. On 95.9, the Power Cow. Now, the reason why we... We're, we because I've I've had the comments. It's on the Power Cow. Why not Fox Sports? Well, I, I'm going to tell you this without getting too technical for you. It has to do with streaming, and you'll be able to have your own individual stream for either game. We wouldn't be able to do that the other way because of of the way technology is uh, wired here on Glenshire Drive. Either way, um, yeah, we've got it for you. So Columbia Central versus Tecumseh on Monday. Western versus the Madison Basketball Trojans on Monday, 515, 7 o'clock. Uh, that's going to be here with uh, yours truly and Joe Cassidy on 95.9 The Power Cow. Then on Wednesday, at least one game, it's possible it could be a doubleheader. Um. Well, if 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 Columbia wins that Columbia Adrian contest on Wednesday is going to be fabulous. Western most likely should win 
over Madison, which is rare for the Trojans to have a sub-500 year. And Western is just doing so good right now. Western could uh, advance and take on Onstead. Adrian and Onstead both ranked in Division Two right now. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing how that pans out on Wednesday. And then we'll have a game best available on Friday. So a TBD listed for Friday as well. 787-3397. Oh, no, wait, never mind. Ignore that. Ignore that. Hey, let's get in a little bit to high school girls basketball. Uh, From Fox Sports 101.9.com. Let's run through some of the basketball action from last night. Boys basketball action you had in the Big 8. Concord defeating Union City last night, 69-52. Springport squeaking by Quincy, 46-41, reading on top of Homer, 56-45. Bronson, 66, versus Vermontville Maple Valley, 55. In the Cascades Conference, Columbia, 54, versus Clinton, 48. Hillsdale, 65, East Jackson, 52. Jonesville, 60, versus Madison, 48. Uh, Leslie, 63, versus Lansing Christian, 54. And reading on top of Homer, 56 to 45. Today in the Cascades, again, this is boys basketball. You've got East Jackson at Manchester at 7. Addison at Morency at, at 1. Today at 1? All right. And Pinckney is at Napoleon today at 7. In the Catholic High School League, Allen Park defeated Dearborn Divine Child, 55-50. Ann Arbor Skyline on top of Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard, 66-38. Lumen defeating Dansville, 67-41. Frazier beating Macomb Lutheran North, 79-68. And today in the Catholic High School League, you've got Rochester Hills Lutheran North at Bloomfield Hills Cranbrook Kingswood. Wow, those are long names. 7 o'clock tonight. Ann Arbor Green Hills at Gross Point Woods University Liggett at 6.30. In the I-8 tonight, you've got Western at Battle Creek, Harper Creek. That's at 7. Northwest is at Penfield at 7. And Marshall at Hastings at 7. In the white tonight, boys basketball. Ypsilanti Community, 54. This was yesterday. 54 at Garden City, 28. And Tecumseh, Tecumseh, who's had a solid program all year long. Hudson, I mean, let's just be honest. Hudson, not a great basketball program. Great wrestling program. Uh, Hudson 40, or Tecumseh 49, Hudson 43. Hmm. Toledo, St. Francis de Sales. At Adrian tonight at 7. Dexter at Chelsea at 7. Holt at Jackson tonight at 7. Pinckney is at Napoleon at 7. That's a that's a matchup. Pinckney at Napoleon. That should be a good one to follow. Uh, Luke will bring you the details on that tomorrow morning on AM Sports Saturday. SCAA East had uh, Battle Creek Academy at Jackson Christian. The Academy getting the win, 37-29. Camden Frontier on top of North Adams-Jerome. 48-27. Pittsburgh beating Litchfield, 
and Hillsdale Academy at Waldron, 57-27. So that's boys' basketball. See what's going on with girls' basketball. And just, uh, let, well, let's do it. Hold on one second. I'm, I'm, you know, all 13 of our producers are uh, on lunch right now. So I'm not sure. I, so I'm, 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 I'm producing while on the air. There we go. There we go. Producing on the air. Girls basketball. Big eight. Le, uh, nothing from last night, but tonight, Union City at Bellevue. That contest slated for seven. Concord at Reading. Tonight scheduled for 6.30. Vermontville Maple Valley is at Springport. That's at 7 o'clock tonight. And then on Saturday, Big 8 contests continue. Quincy at Bronson, Concord at Colon. Cascades. Girls basketball Cascades. The East versus West crossover is scheduled for tonight. Or you have Napoleon at Addison tonight. East Jackson at Jonesville tonight. And Michigan Center will be at Homer tonight. So those are the crossover games happening in the Cascades Conference. First, let's let's take a look at that Napoleon at Addison contest. Addison out of the West, been a struggle of a season. They're four and fifteen, two and twelve in conference play. Earlier in the year they did play Napoleon, and it was a loss for Addison. Thirty seven thirty three going Napoleon's way. 5 and 13 there on the regular season for the Pirates. And in conference play, Napoleon is 4 and 11. Now, let's take a look East Jackson at Jonesville. East Jackson 4 and 11, 5 and 14 in conference play. Jonesville uh, the two did play earlier in the year, and uh, East Jackson got the win over Jonesville. Girls there are eleven and eight in conference play. Jonesville is seven and seven. Then we've got Michigan Center at Homer. Homer seven and seven in conference play. Nine and ten overall. They played Michigan Center earlier in the year. Uh, Michigan Center getting the win there. Michigan Center is 12-3 and in conference play. 17-3 and overall. Boy, Center. If you're a men's team, girls, boys team or, or women, girls team, you got to be playing with a chip on your shoulder. Um, Michigan Center overall playing in the consolation game today, or not the consolation game, playing in the crossover game today. 17 and 3 overall, 12 and 3 in the conference. Leslie, 15 and 5 overall, 12 and 3 
in the conference. Now, the two teams, did they split during the year? Or did Leslie get both wins? They're in the same conference. Uh, lost to Leslie on the 30th. Yeah, that's why Leslie etched him out for the conference championship. Leslie getting two wins over Michigan Center. Wow. So that's what's uh, on the schedule for tonight. Now, in the consolations on Saturday at 5.30 at Spring Arbor University, you have Leslie at Hanover Horton. Leslie at Hanover Horton. Contest scheduled 5.30 Saturday. Uh, Leslie, again, 12-3, and 15-5 on the season. Hanover Horton, did they play earlier in the year? They did. Leslie had the loss against Hanover Horton, 54-50. to The Lady Comets are 11-7 on the season and in the conference. They're 8-6 in the West. And the championship game, 7 o'clock, has Columbia at 11-3 in the conference, 12-6 on the season. Columbia going to be taking on Grass Lake. Grass Lake. Uh, the two did play earlier in the year. It was on February 6th, and Columbia losing to Grass Lake in that contest as the Warriors are 16-4 and overall, 13-2 and on the season. That is big for a high school girls matchup in the Cascades Conference in their crossover this weekend at Spring Arbor. Again, the championship game, Grass Lake versus Columbia at 7. Catholic High School League, you had Allen Park Cabrini 60 versus Garden City 21. Madison Heights Bishop Foley at Arbor Hills Oakland Christian at 8. Um, in the Cardinal Final, Lumen versus Orchard Lake St. Mary tomorrow at 11 a.m. I-8, Western at Battle Creek Harper Creek, 530. Northwest at Battle Creek Penfield, 530. And Marshall at Hastings at 530. In the white, Temperance Bedford, 58 versus Jackson, 52 uh, yesterday. Today, you've got Adrian at Ann Arbor Skyline at 6. Dexter at Chelsea at 530. Plymouth at Christian Academy, Plymouth Christian Academy at Tecumseh at 6. Pinckney at Wimmore Lake at 7. And Ypsilanti Lincoln at Ypsilanti Community uh, tonight, 7 o'clock. SCAA East, Waldron at Hillsdale Academy at 6, Tecancha at Jackson Christian, 7.30, Camden Frontier and North Adams-Jerome at 6.30, and Litchfield at Pittsburgh at 7.30. Rundown of high school basketball, boys and girls, and a big night in the Cascades for the girls. A step aside, we're going to talk with Coach Lupo here in just a second. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM. And right now, we're going to go right to our sports line. Welcome back to the program. Tom Knudsen, because it's time for the Knudsen's Outdoor Report. Hey, Tom, how's it going? We are doing great. Mark, how are you doing, Man, I'm, sir? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's getting to that point now where the honey-do list transitions from inside to outside because of, of the winter that we've been having. So I'm, I, I will be spending some time outside, it sounds like, this week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think, uh, 
you know, a lot of people are getting their stuff done, which, you know what, yeah. is really good because mm-hmm. last year we had that ice storm and, you know, when the weather finally broke, people had to clean up all those messes and let's keep our fingers crossed. I mean, we're still, I mean, an ice storm like that can easily still happen. Oh, yeah. We're so a long ways from being clear of that type of situation, but, uh, Let's hope we don't get a scenario like that. And, you know, people got their yards pretty well cleaned last fall. And right. uh, that uh, so that this spring is going to be more of a happy time and, and fun and getting outdoors and fishing and doing things, absolutely. doing things instead of uh, main, maintenance. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and we, we were talking about that here at the station a little bit earlier this week or earlier today that uh, this is this is the one year anniversary of that ice storm. Oh, uh, this, is, this is the one year I didn't know. Yeah. I knew we got to be getting close. Yeah, it's the one year anniversary of that okay. this weekend. So I don't know if it's exactly today, but I know it's it's like around this weekend sometimes. So okay. yeah, it doesn't even seem like it was that long ago, you know. And man, crazy. I know that 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 night it was just like uh, just the the limbs falling off the tree yep. and hitting the house. Sounds, they just sounded yep. sounds so, were amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, how's the uh, the coyote bounty hunt going, Tom? Well, it picked up a little bit mm-hmm. again. We're well, I mean. I don't know, probably where are we at? Uh we're at the twenty second. So in the last week we had a pretty we had a pretty solid weekend last weekend and then yeah. um uh during the week we haven't had a whole lot. Okay. So a little bit. Um, you know, did a little reading on uh the DNR, the NRC uh-huh. and reducing the the times and the DNR says, Well, you know, it won't make a difference if, if they do it or not. So that hmm. uh, shutting down the season, you know, because of the pups, and uh, so then I guess why are we shutting it down if it's not going to make a difference? Right. <laughs> okay. I, that, that's the part I don't get. You know, um, you know, some of the, the callers and the, you know the, the trappers. I mean, it's yeah. Like I said, it, this all comes down to one thing. I think it's 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 a very simple simple thing. It's mm-hmm. uh, the the. Uh, um, uh, car insurance companies are probably looking for any way to reduce that deer herd uh, so they don't have to keep oh. paying out uh, car, da- car damages. Gotcha. I'm sure they're going to try to correlate the, okay. the deer herd increase to the coyote, what they feel is the coyote decrease. So I don't know. Okay. Um, it makes wow. no sense, the combination of you, you're telling us that you know, it won't affect the herd either, or it won't affect the, the, the population if they... Um, cut back uh on, mm-hmm. on the hunting season which i'm <laughs> a little confused as to why they they feel that way because it's pretty obvious that uh um immediately it'll fill right back in and we'll be oh, right yeah. back to where we were so well yeah and you know it's it's you know you take away from one and you're going to add to the other so if we have more coyotes to uh, handle the deer uh, population to keep that under control. Then we're also going to have more coyotes that are going to be after livestock and chickens. Hey, well, and yeah, after then we'll have more and, more human interaction than yeah. what we've been having. So yeah, yeah, it goes it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, hey, what do I know? We're just we're just <laughs> people out here doing. Oh man, you know, just just trying to make make it make a living. You know, right? <laughs> you know, we could always continue to limit the coyote uh, population. Uh, through the means that we are, and maybe I don't know if the deer population is getting out of hand. We can allow people to take more deer, maybe. Well, it's not. That's not. The, no, that's not the, the problem. Okay. Um, I don't. You know, I mean, there's, there's, you know, land use is a problem. People letting yeah. people hunt, D- different things like that. Um, and our biggest, you know, and we're only one 
EHD outbreak away from crashing the herd. Ah. You know, and that's where we, you know, where we, you know, where, why, why it was in check for so long. It wasn't the coyotes; it was the uh, EHD. And without EHD coming around and, you know, thinning the herd out, we get these big herds. Yeah, you know, that when it comes back. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I got no answer yeah. for it. I think there's a lot of scenarios that need to be looked at in order to get the deer herd increased. I think uh, the biggest issue is uh, people. Don't have two hundred two hundred fifty dollars to have a deer processed. Uh-huh. I think that's part of the problem okay. um, because of the current uh, rules. You can't these uh, the the places that used to do a lot of deer, or there would be some some pop up places to do deer. Um, it becomes very expensive to become a you know a, a processor. Mm-hmm. Um, rules have been made that way um, to limit that. So. Um, those type of, there's a, there's a lot of reasons yeah. um, why people are not taking deer like they used to. So okay. um, we just got to sort them out and figure out how to get the hunters to do do more. You know, and uh, I think it's out there. It's just got to be. Right. You can't do the same thing. You got to do something different. So. Right. Right. Well, I tell you, I was uh, out. Uh, I was had, heading home, right around uh, Deer Run, the golf course out there. And there's a little bend in the road just past the ice cream parlor. Um, and just as I'm hitting that bend in the road, I had to come to a full stop because there were about 30 deer in that herd who were just booking it across the road and jumping the fence onto the golf course. Um, that was This was just yesterday, Tom. It was yeah. a beautiful yep. sight, beautiful sight to see all those deer running in a herd like that. Yeah, it is until it's not. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, okay. I hear what yeah, you're saying. I think yep. I've stopped three times in the last week mm-hmm. for to let deer cross yeah. in front of me. Um so it you know, you just gotta pay attention. I mean you know, normally in the normally you'd be paying attention um just in the summer, in the fall, but right now you're paying attention. They're grouped up. That's oh, normal yeah. for them to get into big groups right now. Um they've always done this and then they'll split up just before they start to to drop the the fawn. So mm-hmm. that'll be, you know, coming up, you know, but you'll you'll see right at dark, you know, you go into the fields and they'll, you know, wherever they found some food, that's where you'll see them uh grouped up in big 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 piles. Of right. That's just an absolutely beautiful sight is what it was. Yep, but, it is. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see this time of year. So what's, uh, let's talk a little bit about fishing, Tom. Um, people traveling, and, and are they finding some fish? People are traveling a little bit. Mm-hmm. They, they've got uh, cabin fever. Um, I know there are groups that are, gonna, that are heading out to Minnesota and different places. I know there's a couple groups that went up over the bridge. Um, and I do know that there's guys still heading over to Fletcher's. That seems to be the hot spot. Okay. Um, just because they have um, lodging and they have uh, pretty decent ice over there. Okay. I hear close to a foot. Oh, wow. Okay. So, well, that's that's um, nice. Yeah. So they're able to run four wheelers and stuff over there. Um, I'm, I've heard, I've heard that there's some guys that are picking up some walleyes in the Detroit river already. Okay. Uh, which is a little early, but not surprising. Yeah. Um, steelhead in the rivers, you know, Muskegon North mm-hmm. seems to be starting to pick up. <clears throat> and I hear that, uh, Benton Harbor off the pier is they're getting fish off of there too. So, oh, wow. Okay. Um, you know, a little more opportunity starting to, starting to break free a little bit and starting to, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's it's starting to get you know 
our, our chances to get really cold now are pretty are slimmer, and if they do, it's going to be a day here, a day there. Right. So we're going to be more on. You know, we're 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 pushing up on the, the first of March. So now we're going to start getting some more warmer days than we are cooler days. Yeah, I know we're looking at like what I said earlier, sixty coming up this week here in a few days, yep. and it's yeah. Um. So is this? Do you feel like this is going to be pushing the whole season up a little bit earlier? For I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you've got you know walleye and steelhead. I'm asking you to look a little bit farther out, but I mean, you've seen these cycles before. So, um, are we going to yeah, see you know the I spring fishing a little I, sooner? No, I mean, if if I in my crystal ball, I've uh-huh. seen where we've had uh, a bad winter, bad uh, a cool summer, bad winter, uh-huh. and then we get a fantastic summer. Um, I'm hoping that's what we're going to get. Yeah. Um, the, you know, I've heard the predictions, you know, by the 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 weather people saying that we're going to have a, uh, a an early spring and a and a warmer summer. Um, I will take that. And <laughs> yeah. We will smile and we will be prepared and um, it'll be much needed for everybody in in the outdoors and in Michigan. I mean, we need a we need a big we need a big solid travel year. We need a big solid um, just something needs to break give us get make us feel good <laughs> yeah you know summer last year was kind of brief i think summer actually was on a wednesday last year yeah uh, it you was know. all you know three weekends i think all summer that you right. classify as sandbar uh-huh. weekends and, right um so i you know a lot of people mm-hmm. have a lot of money invested in boats and and uh lake equipment and stuff like that and you know not saying that you know it was a dud temperature wise because it wasn't i've seen cooler summers than that mm-hmm. but it just the weekends were not there and it just wasn't you know you didn't get a stretch of 10 12 days of of straight up sunshine it was a lot of clouds and it was blah you know so yeah. i'm i'm hoping that we get uh you know i mean if you if you pay if anybody's paying attention we've had a lot more sunshine around here lately um yeah than normal for this time of year and that's been beautiful the sunsets have been just absolutely you know the last week of it, you know i've seen some beautiful sunsets uh you know michigan i would call them michigan nines and uh-huh. north dakota sixes but uh um yeah just some beautiful beautiful sunsets so um maybe just maybe we, we're going to break that streak Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it, Tom. Absolutely. Anything left untouched that we need nope, to get nope. to? Nope, nope. Store okay. starting to switch. Right. You know, um, probably by middle of next week, it will yeah. be very little ice and mostly mostly summer. So, Well, I saw you are already pushing on Facebook uh, your post earlier today about the Wyandotte worm rigs. Oh, yeah, we've got yeah. The, the, the Detroit River stuff is in, uh-huh. um, and we'll, it, it's... Uh, pretty much up and on the wall so those that want to start prepping and get ready for that uh run um the stuff is here to start doing it all right very good tom as always man it's a pleasure thank you for joining the show today thank you mark you're listening to the daily on jackson's fox sports 101.9 fm that's tom knudson and this has been the knudson's outdoor report back with more in just a bit Welcome back to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM, live from the Lead Bunker Studio, Jackson's only indoor gun range. And we're also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store, Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by Ghost Energy Drink, and we're also brought to you by Tri-County Water. Hydrating the show today, it's Tri-County Water here on The Daily on Fox Sports 101.9 FM. And it's a pleasure to have in the studio... 
And Coach, I am so sorry for the confusion, but I'm glad we're able to get you here in the studio and, and talk with you. We have Coach Jor- Jordan Tingle joining us from Western. How you doing, Coach? I'm outstanding. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sorry for the oh, it's my communication, fault. but we made it. We're here. So <laughs> you we're... got you got to tour the city. That's right. You got to see beautiful day outside. It was nice to see everybody outside downtown. <laughs> you got the unhosted tour of our downtown studio. Yeah, <laughs> studio, right. yeah. uh, but you made it over here to the Glenshire headquarters, and it's it's great to have you here. But Thank you. Coach, congratulations on a great season, man. It's been awesome. Thank you very much. It's been all, I mean, just the, the conference championship, uh, you know, getting that done in the regular season. We still got another conference game tonight. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the I-8, although the team's kind of been – the record shows they're down. What's, what's fun about the I-8 is everybody plays so gosh darn tough. And it makes it, it makes it really fun and really competitive. And you feel like you're really prepared for out-of-conference games. So, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're really happy about that. So, yeah, I, you got, uh, you cinched the championship against Marshall. Yep. Um, and then you just took some time, you took some time to celebrate cutting down the nets and just celebrating the kids. Take us through that. What was that like? Yeah. So we, so we, uh, clinched the conference actually Monday night because Uh uh, Hastings had beat Northwest. Um, and then we played, we hosted Hastings on the Tuesday, but we're like, you know, we, Friday night's our senior night. I mean, a lot of people here. We're going to honor our seniors. Let's, if we can get it done, yeah. let's do it. Let's cut down the nets. And although that game was that game was a blast. I mean, it was pretty close, up and down. I yeah. mean, we, were, we were losing at the end of the third, and once we got the lead, I think we like two and a half minutes left. Ben Parrott made this three in the corner that I yelled no when he shot it. Uh, he knocked <laughs> it down, and then you know we made some free throws toward the end to close yeah. the game. So like just having that fun of a, a competitive game against Marshall and they're a really talented team. Um, honoring the seniors, and it's like let's let's cut down the nets and really celebrate this. It was an awesome moment. It really was. It was yeah, because really cool. that typically doesn't happen. I mean, you, you, maybe the trophy gets handed out, but to, to get the ladders out and to cut down the nets, yeah, that's special for the kids. I I agree. I actually love. I don't know if the Cascades has always done this, but they had the game at Spring Arbor between uh-huh. the two. I think that's so cool because you're you're you're, you're bringing a moment for the kids yeah. in a championship game um, that you want to make special. And yeah, I could. I can hand them their conference medal, and we can take pictures with the team trophy. Yeah, but it doesn't mean as much, I think. So we wanted to celebrate the best way we could. Right? Would you like? I'm gonna go off script a little bit here. Would you like to see the I8 go to like a playoff system at some point? I just spoke about that with my assistant uh-huh. yesterday. I I would love it. I think it was just so cool because now you bring out you can bring out all the teams there at the conference. You honor you do your all conference there. Yeah, I think they did it at halftime or whatever they did. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a cool moment for those kids who got that honor. And then, yeah, you can you can battle it out and, and celebrate, you know, with everybody there. I think that'd be really neat. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if we have enough teams because I got the whole division thing going on, which is right. really cool. But um, it'd still be it'd be nice to come up with something where we could find a way to make it a bigger deal that you worked your tail off right. to win the conference. Yeah, and well, I know that uh, you know they see one conference do it. Of course, Catholic high school league's been doing it. Yeah, it, there's there's, there's got to be a way to figure that out. But yeah. all right, so uh, now on, like you said, you got a game here tonight. Yep, out of conference game. Uh, no, it's in nope. a conference. Yep, playing yeah. Harper Creek. Harper yeah. Creek. Uh, Harper Creep. Sorry about that. Harper Creek yeah. here tonight. Uh, but then on to uh, to districts. Mm-hmm. And looking at the districts, <laughs> you you got a stack district. I know. You do. It's yeah, tough. It is. It, it's it's all the teams. You know, we've had, there are four teams, five teams with, like, really good records, have been really successful mm-hmm. in their conference. And Adrian Madison, although their record by that show, I got to watch them last night. They've been in a lot of those games, yeah. you know, like they only lost to Onstead by 10 points. They lost, you know, so they're, they're competitive too. Mm-hmm. So we have to, we got to bring it one game at a time. We can't look ahead. So, um, it's nice that we're hosting. 
that that, that is nice. nice that we're hosting they always try to make it still somewhat of a new, neutral type feel but i mean right. it's everything that the kids are used to well even the, you know last year we, we drove an hour to adrian the year before that i think we drove an hour to come see so you uh-huh. get rid of the drive that changes things you know and obviously we're used to we're used to our court we're used to our home facility right so we'll take that yeah yeah um all right so you, you you kind of ch- uh, checked out Madison yep. a little bit. Yep. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we uh, went live here. Yeah. Uh, you're telling me that they're young. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you have to key on? What's what's going to be your keys to a win over the Trojans? So watching them last night, they thrive on they 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 get their points off their defense, and they mm-hmm. do a great job of it. They throw a lot of junk at you, a lot of uh, half court presses, full court presses, half court traps, different zone looks. You don't mm-hmm. really know what they're doing. Um, but last night, you know, they're playing at Jonesville. Jonesville had a 17-point lead at halftime. And you're like, okay, I mean, they can probably run away. They were shooting the ball well. Uh-huh. They can probably run away with this thing. But just Adrian Madison's style, you know, the first handful of minutes in the third quarter, they're forcing turnovers. Now their defense is turning in their offense. Columbia's having a hard time. Now they're down five. I mean, it all happened like yeah. that. Um, so for us, and especially any team in the postseason, you got to take care of the basketball. you mm-hmm. got to take advantage of every single possession you have. So we have to be prepared for any type of trap they might throw at us. You know, not not freak out when we have the ball in our hands. Not uh, work together to make sure we're getting open and not leaving a guy by themselves. Um, so I think if we're prepared for that, we've been very successful defensively this year in the half court. Okay. So hopefully we can kind of maintain that success against Madison. It's just we got to be able to stay composed, put the ball in the hoop, you know, because we're not necessarily a defense turns into offense type team. Okay. But we get stops and stops and stops and, and work hard in the half court. So, Coach Jordan Tingle joining us here in the studio, head coach of Western Boys Basketball. I, every coach says, and I think we joked about this last time we had you on because it's always one game at a time, but we also, we, I think we talked about your bracket a little bit or yeah. who you're going to be facing in the districts. And now we know how that lays out. In the top part of that bracket, you've got Columbia Central versus Tecumseh. Both good teams. Mm -hmm. Both Mm -hmm. good teams. Um, And you're familiar with, a little bit more familiar with Columbia Central this year because you already played them. We just played them. Yeah, we played Tecumseh a long time ago, December. Yeah, Yeah. so it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. So you're familiar with both these teams. Uh, I guess, what are you looking for here? I mean, uh, yeah, either one of these teams is going to have to go through Adrian to get to you guys. Right. So. right. Well, I think uh, Tecumseh, I mean, uh, Coach Coach Jameson, I think his name is, um, he does such a good job of getting uh-huh. his guys to play hard. They are so good defensively. They, they play hard. They play smart. They're all on the same page. Um, the Sanders kid on Tuesday night really impressed me from Columbia. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a very good college, or college, high school basketball player. Um, I think I think from both of them, it'll be interesting to see if you know Tecumseh's defense can slow Columbia down uh-huh. um, because Columbia, you know, I wouldn't say uh, they have the two options there with Connor Cole and, mm-hmm. and Derek Sanders, but if they can uh, if they can overcome Tecumseh's defensive pressure and all the different stuff that they throw at them, you know, I don't see why that's a battle. I, they played earlier this year. I mm-hmm. want to say Tecumseh beat them by ten or twelve. But if Columbia's shooting the ball well, they could they could beat right. anybody. So right, and then the two top ranked well, not top ranked, they're top ten ranked teams. You got Adrian in the top part of that yeah. bracket with the bye, yep. and then on. I just I'm looking at your bracket. I'm like, man, it's so weird because you guys won the I eight, <laughs> yeah. which is no easy task. Yeah. Yet you're you're basically the third seed right. in this tough district. Yeah. So you got yeah. I mean, winner faces Onstead. I mean. 
pick your poison, right? <laughs> right. Do, you want, do you want six nine Aiden Davis or uh-huh. do you want six two Stevie Elam? Like uh-huh. it's just what I mean. They're both good teams too. I'm just having right. those two players. You know, I'm, I'm a tennis coach too, so I uh-huh. make this joke. Uh, the tennis, the tennis community would be very frustrated because we do go, you know, seating based on head to head matches. Yeah. The way I look at it is we beat Adrian. You know? Yeah. Therefore, we deserve that seed. But I mean, right. they've had a heck of a season. So, um, props to them. We'll see. Hopefully, if we get the job done on Monday, we'll see Onstead, and yeah. they just lost a tough one against Celine. But Celine's, yeah. I mean, they're they're a powerhouse in the state, um, and they lost on a buzzer beater. So they're. A, a solid team, you know. They got Davis. Um, we got to get through Madison first, but okay. yeah. Um, no matter, we have to be prepared. We, it doesn't matter who we play. We have to be prepared, and we have to play our style of basketball because we have to know every game mm-hmm. is going to be a dogfight, and we want to make sure we're on the the winning end of it. Yeah, you guys are big and you're quick. You yeah. got a lot of speed on your team. Yeah, yeah. Well, some football boys, you know, right? Yeah, football guys. True. They're flying true. around yeah. out there. Yeah. And what's nice is they, the senior leadership. Um, probably doesn't get recognized enough mm. because those guys last year, the start of our season, you know, we were struggling and they were juniors then we were struggling, but they, they quickly learned that they have a lot more control with their effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and that showed toward the end of the year. And it showed this year, we've had a couple games that we probably should have won, but they just flipped the switch. And that yeah. comes from your senior leadership. And when they flip the switch, you know, they're going to, they're going to go win that dog fight. That's the goal. I mean, that's kind of what happened against Marshall on Friday. It was back and yeah. forth, back and forth. And, Ben Parrott decided we're winning this basketball game. So we <laughs> yeah. got it done. All right, so you talked about the senior leadership. You mentioned Ben a couple yep. times already. Uh, tell us what he's meant to the team. Yeah, you, you alluded to it a little bit already. And some of the other seniors. Let's let's talk about those guys again. I know we talked about them last time. Let's, let's hit them again. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the seniors. Ben Parrott, our, our quiet senior leader who, who leads by action, mm-hmm. um, he is the one that when he speaks, you can clearly hear all the boys listen. Um, and also they, they do what's asked. So he'll hold the kids, kids accountable. Um, what's noticed me, like his basketball game this year, yeah. his confidence level is really high. And when he, he has the ability, like he did against Marshall, to just take over a basketball game. Rather uh-huh. that's getting guys involved, rather that's making a three in the corner where I told him not to shoot. Uh, <laughs> or also, last year he was our best defensive player. And this right. year you know, we've had times we hosted Northwest, couple weeks ago now and Duncan Moffitt's a great offensive basketball mm-hmm. player and Ben was locked in said this is yep. this is my job tonight so he'll accept any role he has and I think the other guys really admire that um Gibson French mm-hmm. Gibson French who I always describe people and he's just a gamer he finds a way he'll go pull seven rebounds down he'll guard good players he'll knock down shots even though people might not think him to be a pure scorer um, yeah. and then he works his tail off uh Senior Aiden Barrett's our forward who can sneaky. I mean, he's probably averaging eight and eight, and he just he can help you with whatever you need. I mean, people might not think him to be a true big because he's mm-hmm. six three, six four, buck fifty soaking wet, but he works his tail off, <laughs> yeah. you know. And then Nick Allen is our other starter that um, earned a spot this year, and mm-hmm. that was huge for him because I think guys recognized how hard he worked in practice to earn that spot. Um, uh, our other you know, leaders on the team, you know, junior Maverick Hammond, mm-hmm. he is just outstanding, does does whatever we need. You know, he'll score if he needs to. Um, against Columbia, we were lucky that he made six threes. You know, he was just kind of shooting the ball, and the yeah. ball went in the hoop. It was very, very nice. Um, but also guard. You know, I go back to the Northwest game. We asked him to guard uh, Jalen Jordan, who's a very big talent. He's an yeah. awesome player. And Maverick locked him up and forced tough shots. So we have a lot of guys that accept different roles, depending on what we need from them. 
and then that team aspect helps us win games that are close. Right. So. Coach Jordan Tingle joining us here in the studio. Of course, uh, districts happening uh, next week, and there's a lot of there's there's a lot of coaches who do kind of like a dual coach kind of role. You mentioned that you're a tennis coach. Yeah. How difficult is it going to be for you to flip that switch once? I mean, because you know, here we are at the end of basketball season. How's how you know? Do you take any time off? How do you flip that switch to go from <laughs> basketball to tennis? Or are you you doing a little overlap right now with that? What's what's happening? Yeah, so we have we have a little bit of indoor tennis right now uh-huh. going on with our guys. Um, I generally try to stay away in April. I generally uh-huh. try to not do. I mean, we'll do four man workouts for basketball. We'll hit tennis guys. We'll hit tennis is a little easier because you know you can do your individual training, but they can go hit with each other and they're getting yeah. a ton better. Um, and then may we get after it, and then once June hits, here we go. You know, you got summer basketball, summer tennis in July. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, I love it. I love doing both. I love the the different types of kids that we have for both sports. Um, but we're very lucky at Western to have athletes that that wanna wanna compete. So yeah, we, because we have those type of athletes, it makes it really easy to coach. You know, I'm not having to worry about getting guys to try hard. Yeah, you know, I, which is really nice. And you teach at the school too? Yep, I teach high school math. Okay. Yep. Which is no, what's all right? Because I, as a student, I, I had I had coaches that were also my teachers, and it happens a lot. But from the other aspect of that, as a coach who has the kids in the class, <laughs> I mean, no, is it a little different? <laughs> I mean, I mean, how do you approach the kids in the class, and you know you're going to be, you know, yelling them at at the, you know, to not take threes on the court later in the day? Right. You know, uh, yeah, I have a handful of my players. Uh-huh. I have a handful of my players in class. Um, what's nice is. Because because I'm their coach, you know they'll do what's asked in the classroom too. You know, yeah. so they're they're dialed in. But yeah, I mean, you know, if something bad happened in the game or bad happened at practice, and you want to talk about it, when we're in school, we got to focus on school, and that's a hard <laughs> thing to do yeah. as a coach because it's like you know Monday we're gonna play Adrian Madison. I've got you know, three or four players in class, and I'm going to be like, you know, I want to talk basketball. Right. Because right? that's where my mind's going to be kind of, you know. But during the school hours, we've got to focus on math because math is hard, and yeah. we, need to, we need to work at it. So got to focus. Cool. Very cool. Um, I don't know. Anything left untouched that we didn't get to today, Coach? I, mean, um, I don't think so. I would, I would say, you know, just our group as a whole. Uh-huh. We, got, we got to go away to Ann Arbor this weekend. Yeah. Um, just kind of hang out. We played indoor golf. A lot of them claim to be golfers. Uh, claim? Yeah, claim. A couple, <laughs> a couple of them. Eli Harrington's real good. Okay. Friend. We got a handful at Whit Watterson. Any of them um, better than you? Ooh, no, Ooh. I don't think so. Okay. No, right. no, I don't think so. Uh, Eli's good. <laughs> Eli would be a battle, but uh-huh. I, I think him just playing against me, being his coach, yeah. I'd, I'd win the mental game there. Yeah. But getting away uh, as the as a team for the for the whole night and, and staying uh-huh. the night in Ann Arbor, it really reminded me why why we coach, why I coach, and it's about yeah. that. It's about this team is so close. You know, the guys, yeah. everybody has a role. Rather, you're getting a ton of minutes or you're not. And the fact that everyone's accepted the role and to see them bond together and just have so much fun, it makes it really a really good time to coach, you know, because coaching's yeah. hard. Coaching's a lot of work. Um, but this group specifically makes it really, really enjoyable. And I'm trying to, you know, we're walking into districts next week, but I'm trying to take yeah. a moment by moment. You know, we had our last regular season practice yesterday. You know, we're going to practice Sunday, and hopefully we have a, okay. a blank practice plan for Tuesday, right? And we right. just kind of keep going. but. Um, it's just been a really joy to have this group this year, and I think that's helped led to a lot of success. You bringing up any uh, JV kids? Yeah, so we're bringing up uh, Justin Jones, who's a sophomore, okay. and Chance Pangborn, who's also okay. a sophomore. They've had really successful seasons. Uh, Justin's a 
six eight big who moves like a guard moves really really fast yeah. um, he's gotten a lot better with the skill work at the jv level um he'll be helpful and then chance chance has got a ton better in all aspects of his game but he's known to be a really really good shooter so okay um, yeah it'll be fun to have them along for the ride yeah, it'll be good to get that experience, too. Yeah, yeah it'll oh, yeah. be awesome. All right. Yeah. So, keep. I mean, you, you ended the season with a, a ton of momentum. Uh, you know, is, what do you do? You, you, you talked about how it's difficult being a coach and a teacher at times. What, how do you keep these kids kind of in check to keep them, you know, tournament, make sure that their minds are tournament ready come Monday? Yeah, I think it's, it is the conversations that we have every day together, and uh-huh. it's, the, it's the layout of the practice plan. Um, Making sure that they know where the world dialed in. We, you know, once twenty twenty four started, you know, we joke around that this is the year of championships for us. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I was to, I joked around and told them I was the first champion by winning my fantasy football league. <laughs> next, we're gonna go. Next, we're gonna go after the conference. Then we had our our, our Michigan wow. our Michigan fans <laughs> slide in and say, "Hey, Michigan won the national championship." Yeah. Um, so that's that's something we talk about quite a bit, and what uh-huh. it takes to be a champion. And you know, we talk a lot about champions don't get tired, champions don't complain. Um, and talking about that every day and expecting that at every drill we do in practice, mm-hmm. I think is going to help the focus. And then Monday night, you know, I'm actually kind of um, obviously we want the buy, but hopefully the district playoff jitters will be out Monday, right? Right. And we can um, get, that all the way. get that job done and be done. And if we play, if we're lucky enough to play Wednesday, where the jitters are done. Now, now we know what to expect. Very good, Coach. Man, we appreciate you coming in. Again, I apologize for the confusion. That's on me, but That's we're glad right. that we're able to make it happen, and we had a little more time with you as a result of it. So awesome. Yeah. Great. Thanks for having me on today. It means a lot. Really Good luck Monday. It. Thank you. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM. We'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. Well, as the uh, 13 producers are coming back from lunch, I got it. I got uh, Coach Lupo rescheduled, guys. He's on. He'll be on Monday, 12-15. Thanks. Thanks for all you do. All right, well, with that, uh, yeah, we're going to be out of time for this time today. Thank you, Coach Tangle, for coming in and joining us, man. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that was a lot of fun. We're looking forward to our district basketball coverage. And if you missed any or, or portions of our conversation, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll be able to find that here in just a little bit. We'll get that up and running here soon with links on our website and on our Facebook pages and more. So, hey, let's do it again on Monday. Between now and then, stay safe. We'll see you soon.